sounded and kissed away Marina senses burn, being faint Needing life from home, I'm walking ahead I'm frozen to the bones, I am Guys, welcome to episode 31 of Podcast Derailed uh, PSU.com's podcast, I'm Don Oliveira With me today I have Mike Herodens Hello Hello Mike, I've got Joseph Fate Hey, what's up? And Tim Nunes How's everybody doing? Uh, pretty good. How are you guys? Good man. That's a good man. Uh, there hasn't been an episode in since kind of like what last Monday. That's because I was out for most of the week. Mike was out, and it kind of happened uh, well that way, right? Mike, you took a small vacation, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of days down in um, Cornwall, <clears throat> uh, and I was at an event. So we'll, we'll be he- hearing more about that when embargo lifts. Um, other than that, how was your week, Tim and or Joseph? We spend pretty decent, kind of average. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Halloween. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Halloween was kind of fun. Um, did you guys do anything crazy? No. I liked Man. your Facebook pictures. Thanks. Energy is super low right now. We're all just like, oh, Halloween, fucking. Oh. Yeah, well, over here in the UK, Halloween is just nowhere near as big as it is in the US, which is a shame, really, because I happen to like Halloween. It's in the UK. The scariest costume is just some some businessman from the UK just going home and putting on one of those, um, you know, glasses, mustache with a long nose. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> oh, Herbert! Herbert, that's so scary. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I dressed up as the Joker, and that was a lot of fun. Oh, badass. Yeah, it was I, I, I assume that Mike's costume is him airbrushing more abs on top of his abs. <laughs> and just walking around with no shirt yeah, on. It's funny you mention that, because if I did dress up, it would so be something that exposes my awesome midriff. Jesus Christ, who <laughs> says that? Who says things like that? Me. Jesus, Mike. <laughs> he, he soaked up in Final Fantasy land. Leave him alone. Yeah, for real, Thank man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hot. I'll go back <laughs> to being my androgynous self. Um, we got a lot of news, guys. Should we start covering it? Because we haven't kind of covered news in a while. Um, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Herbert's land, um, the UK charts. Medal of Honor hits the top spot. Mike, what's up with that? Uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter mm. has maneuvered into first place on the UK all format charts, putting an end to FIFA 13's lengthy chart reign. Uh, came out on PC. 360 and PlayStation 3. Uh, that's probably why. I don't, I don't. I don't know much about the review scores for that game, but it was oh, second. It, it, ha- it hasn't been good at all. It yeah. Actually, have been quite poor. Yeah, I haven't I think, been keeping track. Yeah, no, it's been pretty bad, man. I think the um, I think the Metacritic is, is somewhere in the mid 50s or something. It really. Oof. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been. I was surprised because I mean, I didn't really play the uh, reboot Medal of Honor, but I know that it was quite. Is you know, it wasn't terrible it was pretty good but not terrible and i thought that this would be like a, you'd imagine it to be a significant improvement because they were very they were all trumpeting the new features and stuff and they was gonna you know really go to town with this but it's yeah it's been from what I've, from what i've read it's a big letdown which is you know disappointing for the series as second, a whole uh, second is fifa 13 third forza horizon then skylanders um dishonor just dance 4 professor layton and a miracle mask emoshi monsters moshlings theme park doom 3 bfg edition then 10th is resident evil 6 um yep i think skyrim's hanging on on uh at number 11 or 12 or something that's been Pushing up the charts a couple of times. It's funny that Resident Evil Six is Resident Evil Six is tenth, since you'd think that there'd be there'd be problems with that game, right? 
that's certainly what Cliff Blazenski thinks <laughs> because he wants to fix. <laughs> Nice transition. Thanks, thanks. It wasn't actually very nice. It's not nice when you point it out after and say that was a transition. <laughs> then he kind of destroys it and then like, oh yeah, that was a transition. Anyways, thanks, Mike. But um, why does he want to fix Resident Evil? What's up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? I'm gonna ask um, it's like Saturday Night Live in here. Oh yeah. Ooh, we. All right. Sorry. I think it's. I just think it's quite amusing that um, the ex-designer of Gears of War wants to fix Resident Evil when Resident Evil has been transforming into Gears of War for the last few years. Yeah, we which said is that. Kind right? of weird. Yeah, yeah. We, we said we said like uh, he's like, hey, uh, I know this game. There's problems with this game. That's because this game is like my game is just not as good. I can fix this. And then someone gets that in an interview and they're like, oh, shit, Resident yeah. Evil is broke. Well, it's all subjective whether you think Resident Evil needs fixing or not. But, you know, it's quite funny because I think um, after after he said that, uh, the uh, Street Fighter producer, I think, was it Yoshi, Yoshinori Ono? Is that how you say it? Is he right? tweeted the best yeah. quote of all time. Yoshinori Ono, this is the quote yeah. we have in the article. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, by the way. No typos. But this is what he said. I'm very glad to hear it. Do you interested in Street Fighter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Ono. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's the best. Yeah. I hope Cliff answered back to him. He should have. He shouldn't have just. He should have. Anyway. I know that Capcom wanted him to bring pizza. <laughs> pizza. Yeah. What? It does. Quote. It, they wanted. He. They, Capcom UK replied to Cliff's um, tweet. And asking him to quote bring pizza unquote. Okay, all right then. But there we go. Speaking uh, of uh, other fantastic games, Twisted Metal. Actually, I don't know how fantastic that game is. <laughs> uh, I haven't really played uh, Twisted Metal. Have you guys? I haven't. No. no. Mm. Yeah, it's, nobody it's here. It's pretty good. Yeah, we're such PlayStation fans. Yeah, it's pretty good. No, no, it it's challenging. That's probably the biggest hump to get over. I mean, but, I haven't yeah, played I, it. I heard about that. Yeah. I haven't bought I'll it. Show you some humps to get over. Do it, you won't. But still, it's 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 rewarding in that sense. But you know, if you listen to the PlayStation blogcast, uh, ran that the PlayStation blog by Jeff Rubenstein, uh, who else is on that? Nick Sutner, um, Ray Gutierrez is on there sometimes. Anyway, so they confirmed uh, that Eat Sleep Plays Twisted Metal will be available as a download in the U.S. this week. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So in theory, that should be. That should yeah. be up now on the PS4. Yeah, they came out with that news first, and now if you, as of Tuesday night, uh, with that new redesign, right? Uh, firmware 4.31 came out. Yep. Yeah. And there's a new redesign, and now you can... Yeah, Joseph, did you not turn on your PS3 in the past few days? No, I turn my PS3 on every day. So did you go to the PlayStation Store? Uh, yeah, actually, I did look at it. I was trying to find some stuff. Oh, shit, son. I uh, it, it looks a lot better. I agree. I really like it. Um, it got delayed. Yeah, why did it get delayed? I'm not, I have no idea, but it was meant to be. I think it was meant to be up the week before last or something, wasn't it? So it was quite a couple of weeks delay. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I think they launched it at least in Europe, and there were well, some problems with it, and I had right. to take it down. But specifically with firmware 4.31, uh, that was released for some Monster Hunter issues, right? Monster Hunter Portable. 30 oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, the firmware. Yeah, that's a that's an optional one for um, Monster Hunter. Yeah, and a couple of other things. Yeah. Right. And now what's cool is that you can actually see your Vita trophies on your PlayStation Network. I'm uh, sorry, on your Crossing yeah. Bar. Uh, oh, yeah. Finally, it's about time. Mm, people have been asking for that for a while. <laughs> so, yeah, with the new PlayStation Store, you can find Twisted Metal up on there for, I think, 40 bucks, uh, which is cool because 
It's new. You know what? I really actually like because when you think about it, that new PlayStation Store is they fixed the download list. I don't know if you guys uh, check that out. Like if you if you hit the list of your downloads, you know how it's supposed to always rank them in chrono- chronological order. Yeah. Uh, that completely messed up for me. Once I got my Vita, that just broke. And everything was kind of lumped up uh, very oddly. And now it's kind of all back. So that's nice. Uh, it's just a way better interface. I find searching works so much better because you can only search for stuff that actually exists in the database. So that's cool. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, I, I like it. But the problem is, like, I, I was like, okay, let me just try this out. So I started searching Mega Man. And then uh, I wrote Mega, and Mega Man didn't show up just because there's so many freaking uh, Megas in the system. But then I kind of didn't do a space. You actually have to kind of press the space button before I started typing Man, and then it didn't pop up when it was just Mega and then M, so it's kind of limited as to how smart it is, but whatever. Um, Joseph, as someone... I just have a random question. I'm going to kind of derail the conversation here. As someone who uses both PlayStation and Xbox, uh, do you use Netflix on both uh, machines? No, I, I only use Netflix on my PS3. Yeah, okay, it, I was going to ask. It's really, really bad on, on Xbox. Yeah, it is, actually. I, I got a... I got a good side of it the other day and uh yeah not cool the interface isn't so bad what what's really bad about uh the xbox one is that how the how like getting to different letters so on ps3 you get that small square and it's really easy to get to every letter on the xbox it's a row from a to z and then a couple numbers right and you have you have to slide through every single letter like if you want to get to another one it's horrible Hmm. all right cool that play fair played uh, speaking of Xbox and games that aren't Xbox exclusive anymore, <laughs> Mass Effect trilogy. What happened there? <laughs> Does anybody have an answer there? Yeah, because that was a kind of a stretch, but too bad. I'm gonna do that for every single one. What happened there? How did Mass Effect One end up on PS3? That's a story. Why don't you uh, journalists look into it? <laughs> Sorry. Um, is that a question you're asking, or? <laughs> yeah, I'm asking. How did I, that sure I thought I read somewhere that it was dealing with a. Uh, uh, Contracts that no longer are valid because it doesn't belong to uh, the con- that the original contractor right. anymore. Well, a release date oh, for that right. uh, said trilogy has been announced. Um, trilogy will retail for sixty bucks, and um, it'll be coming out on December fourth in Europe and on December seventh. No, sorry, December fourth in North America and seventh in Europe. Uh, Mike, are you going to pick that one up? You Mass Effect fan, you? Um, well, I've got all the Mass Effect games already, albeit on the three sixty. So this would be a good purchase to have them all on ps3 would it um Jeez. Yeah. yeah i'm one of those people i dude i've got low <laughs> i've got resident evil 3 on like three or four different platforms so then you would know, you so. buy the uh elder scrolls elder scrolls sorry five skyrim premium edition edition jesus i butchered that sentence Edi- <laughs> edition um no i wouldn't because it's got bugger all in it really <laughs> uh you get the 2011 critically acclaimed fantasy rpg uh skyrim <laughs> Tim, something funny? Yeah, me. <laughs> no. I just laugh. Yeah, me. Because I have a disorder of laughing. Hell City, an Elder Scrolls novel, and six concept art postcards. No DLC was mentioned, because DLC cannot be fucking done on PS3, confirmed. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point of the premium edition, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, stay away from this, ladies and gentlemen. Joseph, have any thoughts on Skyrim Ultimate Edition? Yeah, I mean... It, it, PS3 people just shouldn't buy it. Like the, the whole situation is fucked. Hmm. I mean, they still don't even have. Um, is it Dawn Guard the first one? That's still not out yet, right? On PS3. Nope. Jesus Christ. 
It's just that uh, they hired a Microsoft employee to just stay in Bethesda Studios as a mole and just upload viruses to people's computers. <laughs> uh, he, he just stayed. He's a janitor. They should fucking. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, guys, coming spring 2013. Five. Where Grand Theft Auto Five? That's a. Uh... Not surprising. I think it was pretty obvious it would be spring because there's no way it was going to be out any other times. Rockstar comes out in a press conference. Grand Theft Auto Five out next week. Drops the mic. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Holy shit! Um, yeah, pre-orders start. Um, I think next week. Yeah, I think it's next week. Yeah. Speaking of pre-orders, uh, if you pre-order Crisis Three, you get Crisis One for free. Um, Apparently so. Yeah. That'd be a worthwhile purchase. That's only on the PlayStation Store, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, free download. Yeah, I haven't played Crisis One at all, so. That's, I think that's, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool incentive. Yeah. I find. Didn't they uh, didn't they re-release Crisis One for PS3 and Xbox 360 recently in HD? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all available separately. But you know, since oh, this cool. is free included with the new game, give it to me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of um, new release dates, guys. Army of Two: The Devil's Cartel uh, being made at EA Montreal by Visceral. Uh, EA Montreal used to make Army of Two, and now Visceral Dead Space guys have kind of. Uh, bled into, you know, since all EA branches kind of merged into Montreal, uh, oddly enough. Um, it's being it's using uh, DICE's Frostbite 2 engine, so that's sh- that should be good. Pretty yeah, good. it's March, isn't it? It's coming out, is it? Uh, yes. Europe, m- March 29th. No oh, news right. as to when it's coming out on, in North America. Oh, sorry. Uh, ma- yeah, it should 26. be. My bad. Yeah, there we go. March 26th. So, man, a lot of stuff for uh, spring 2013. Yeah, yeah. There's so many games that have been pushed back into um, early next year, but even so, there's still been quite a, a damn nice lineup for um, this holiday season as well. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. it really, it, we are really being sport these last couple of years. The early part of the year have been, has been really strong. I mean, last year was great. Hurricane warning! <laughs> Sorry. Mike, do you know what happened in East Coast USA? <clears throat> yeah, I have an inkling, yes. Well, what <laughs> Pretty happened? Brutal. Pretty brutal. Well, you were yeah, pretty bro. Yeah, you were all hit by Sandy, wasn't it? Sandy, you know Sally. Sally, Sandy, the hurricane or whatever. <laughs> Sandy, the hurricane. Um, Tim, why'd you ask? I see every because I see. Listen, here's my problem with that: is I see everybody on Twitter saying, "Oh, East Coast USA," even on Facebook, um, East Coast USA, and everybody's forgetting about Montreal. How is Montreal? Look at my title, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, East Coast shit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, nothing really happened here. I'm not even joking. That whole rant is for nothing. It was just like really windy night and it rained a lot. There's like places in New York. You know what? By the way, shout out to Fonz. I hope everything's okay. I yeah. Uh, he lives in New York, and New York, some parts of New York were hit really bad. New Jersey included. Um, oh yeah. So, shout yeah, out. We to haven't Fonz. we haven't heard from him for a while, so which is unusual. So Fonz. Yeah, show us some love, man. Want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, man, make some love. Um, We miss your love making. Our own Adam Dolch, based out of uh, Washington. Apparently, he got hit by the the Titanic. Shit, I wasn't supposed to laugh. Sorry. He's in Maryland, isn't he, Adam? I'm sure it is Maryland. He said. Yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, it's um, yeah. They um, actually, I I was reading a paper the other day, and there was um. It was pretty, really crazy, man. The, um, it was in a cemetery, and because of a, the amount of water that's been put, you know, from the hurricane and stuff, it's actually the pressure has actually pushed 
the um, caskets in the graveyard up. Right. And they that sounds the super serious, but uh, we have to talk about something more serious. Mike, you were reading the paper? <laughs> yeah, so I have been known to read no, papers. Seriously. Yeah, okay. How many people really read the newspaper, though, anymore? Do you guys, Tim? Just, just uh, Joseph, sorry. I read yeah. it every morning. Seriously, I, I always do. Well, while you're taking I, a shit, like no, Jesus Christ, I'm not. He doesn't some, shit. No, I don't. I'm not some scallywag who, who reads papers some on the shit. <laughs> so chap, let yeah. me get this straight. You got a smartphone. You finally got a, a cell phone because you're back on the grid of the human world known as Earth. Um, and you still read newspapers. Well, yeah, because it's okay. Are they digital newspapers. No real proper, you know. No, newspapers. his hands get all freaking like, black. His well, what do you think? Why do I read newspapers? Because I have them with my fish and chips in it. I, I, I eat my I chips out it. of them. I'd believe it if, if you said it. If you said <laughs> yes, that's what I do. I'd be like, yeah, that's totally what he would do. Who reads a newspaper? Why your hands are gonna get all black? Yeah. That's... Okay. Okay. Look, serious. In all seriousness, yes, I have got a phone and stuff, but you know, I, I've only just started to use it and everything, and I, you know. I don't really know how to access news and stuff on it, all right? All right, I, I, all right, hold on, hold on. Let me be totally honest. Every once in a while, I read the newspaper too. But yeah. the thing is, uh, <laughs> um, newspapers suck, okay? You have to wait for them. News on the internet happens immediately. I'd be curious to know how many uh, listeners read the newspaper. Joseph, when's the last time you've read a newspaper? Uh, I, I've, I've never read a newspaper. Wrong answer. You're American. So September 11th, 2001. I, I was in third grade. What wow. the fuck? Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. No, no, hold on a second. Joe's is a baby of the group, isn't it? Are you yeah, he's the 13 youngin. years old? No, I'm 21. How's that possible? I was like in grade 15. I don't even know what that means. must have a different system again. Yeah, because Canada has a different system. So if I was going to say secondary one, you guys would be like, what the fuck is that? But it's grade seven. Uh, I was in grade. I school. was just starting college at the time. I'm not five years older than you, Joseph. How old are you? 23. Hold on, let's see. I'm actually turning 24 tomorrow. Well, oh. Sunday. Yeah, November 4th is my birthday. Well, happy birthday. Oh, nice man, man. <clears throat> happy birthday. Oh, thank you. No problem. <laughs> okay, I think we're seriously getting derailed here. Well, no, not at all. <laughs> The last thing I remember talking about was Hurricane Sandy. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, I, I was I was ten when that happened. Yeah, we before 10, we 10, get like, straight. before we get too far into uh, another conversation, I'd like to know, uh, uh, Mike. They found a phone that can withstand your right hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had it custom made. <laughs> Hurricane Sandy um, knocks offline Guitar Hero Call of Duty servers. Tim, you wrote this. Uh, what's up with that? <laughs> it was bad stuff. Guitar Hero, all titles and platforms. Call of Duty World at War, all platforms. Call of Duty Modern Modern Warfare 2, only on PS3. Because the Xbox 360 servers are freaking made of titanium. Um, or located and, elsewhere. And the Call of Duty Black Ops servers for PS3, PC, and Wii were all knocked out. So, Hurricane Sandy, and not Sally, Joseph, uh, Justin, uh, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike uh, Kyle, Adam, we'll Steve, or Tim. Either of you. Ooh. Either. Either seven of you. Either seven of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sandy, not Sally. Jeez, this podcast is just... Where's the energy? I'm dead. I haven't slept in 24 years. Uh, or the energy. Talk about the issue at hand. 
Talk about the hurricane, Tim. Oh, derailed. Well, sure, if you're in, on the East Coast, you have good things to worry about, but feel free to use the space below if you've been affected. Okay, seriously, who plays Call of Duty Black Ops? Was it on the Wii anymore online? I mean, I don't think that's going to... I can't imagine who's going to be... Wait, wait, the Wii, you can do stuff online with that thing? But yeah, I didn't even know that. But you could play uh, PS3, right? People play PS3 version, and that got knocked down by the... the yeah, that, that, that sucks. I mean, yeah, people, that sucks. Are, playing, people so, are still probably playing Modern Warfare 2 on that easily. But why only that? I wonder if they do have it all sectioned out into different places. You know what I want to... You know what I wonder, Tim? What do you wonder, Don? What do I wonder? FIFA 13 has sold around 7.4 million copies, and uh, <laughs> you it makes EA's biggest force... <laughs> it made his big sports launch of all time. Well, FIFA's a juggernaut, and it was always going to be. Um, it's always going to put in the punt, and, and you know this one has been. It's always going to put in the punt. This isn't the back of box quote, Mike. You're, you're not being listened to by EA Sports. <laughs> that's just Pete Amul. And this is a Capcom, so you don't need to say uh, things for money. Jesus, what was that? Oh yeah, FIFA 13 was great, and it's definitely the best iteration. You sound like an EA spokesperson. How much do you get paid? <laughs> this is just how I talk. <laughs> Man, I, I come to this show for Don's awesome transitions and Mike's awesome puns. Thank you, Joseph. Thank it's you. always, what did he say? It's always putting in the punt? Jesus. Putting yeah. in the punters. Putting As in lots of people were buying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought this was some explicit uh, football. No, unfortunately position. not, Joseph. Sorry. <laughs> but no, I mean, I haven't pl- I'm not a, a footy fan or anything. I haven't played FIFA, but I know just from reading about it, it's like it's meant to have a lot of. Um, really cool new features in it and I think you know the hype was bad for it so I'm not at all surprised by this it's, it's done really really done some big numbers so yeah. you know that's cool I'm a fan of Footsie sometimes you're a fan there, of Footsie uh, there's a rumor uh, about Modern Warfare 4 uh, in that it exists you guys oh yes Boom. big surprise there this is xbox.com um, wait this is who xbox what what this is beep.com. Uh, yeah, site. I've heard them. Voice actors all like, yo, Modern Warfare 4 exists, y'all. <laughs> he said, yeah. quote, on Monday I'm off to meet Infinity Ward about the next game, Modern Warfare 4. I'm doing work on the sequel to Modern Warfare 3. It carries straight on and, and only ever, when I only ever appear in the Modern Warfare games. Um, that was Billy Murray who voices um, Captain Price, in case anyone wondered. Captain Price. Captain Price, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think about that Modern Warfare Four? Uh, I don't think anyone would be surprised by that. Seriously, do you think that Black Ops is going to go until uh, four, the fourth iteration of Black Ops? Oh yeah, there's going to be a, oh, there's definitely going to be a Black Ops three. I mean, it's been Black Ops Black Ops one was actually more successful, I think, than uh, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare three. I think in like I can't remember in what aspect. I think it might have been. The amount of copies sold in 24 hours or revenue or something, but it did more than Modern Warfare 3 did, even though Modern Warfare 3 still sold like hotcakes. So, you know, and with the whole zombies thing taking off, and with what this new game is going to have, would be like the kind of open-ended structure, I think I think Black Ops is going to be even one to beat now. I think Modern Warfare is going to play catch-up. I'd be okay with that, because I'm a big fan mm. of Treyarch. I wish I yeah, could talk to well. you guys. Well, man. I wish I could tell you guys what I thought. Um, <laughs> modern warfare. You know what? Was what? That joke? So I, I, I'm just real tired of modern warfare. Like seeing, 
Yeah. Seeing all the Modern Warfare games that came out this generation, like, it really caught up to how many, like, I've experienced the World War II games over my lifetime. Yeah, it's it's, it's just never-ended. Um, what, 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 I just don't understand what more they can do. I mean, Modern Warfare 3, you know, kind of wrapped things up nicely, I thought, without going into spoilers. Yeah, I thought all that right. was the end of the story. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right, guys. Right before we go on to reviews, we got one more news uh, news piece. That's yeah, going to transition into our biggest news and reviews. Uh, sorry, reviews and what we've been playing is uh, there. So there was an Assassin's Creed uh, Day One patch. Mm-hmm. Tim, uh, what was included in this Assassin's Creed Day One patch? Uh, specifically, uh, one of the big things they talked about in the in the patch was the uh, issues with uh, graphical issues. Okay. Um. Apparently, I haven't. I haven't played it yet because I've been prioritizing with another game, which we'll talk about later. Um, but it has some a bunch of uh, simply glitches and graphical issues. Uh, but it's mostly designed to optimize your player experience, and apparently they didn't have that ironed out yet. But so, do you think that it it covered like some some of the frame rate issues or? Uh, well, again, you know, I've seen, seen it game, personally. Okay. But, yeah, I, I have. I went to the Ubisoft launch uh, event actually, uh, the launch party for Assassin's Creed Three, and uh, oh, sweet. it was being played there on 360, PS3, and Wii U. Um, and I got to I got to look at the Wii U version being played, and it looks cool. Um, although the gamepad was just the radar, so it's just your map, and that the map is already on your screen. So there's absolutely no reason to actually look down onto the gamepad while you're playing. It's just kind of a hindrance if you're going to use the pad like that. And the controller itself just doesn't look too uh, comfortable for playing an Assassin's Creed game. Although, usually when you are playing an Assassin's Creed game, you're kind of just more watching Ezio do his thing. Or, sorry, uh, Connor nowadays, but um, whatever. Yeah. Um, what were the uh, visuals like? Did, did, did they hold up to the... Looked, the Wii U version was sub-30 frames per second locked. It was not even locked at 30 FPS, the Wii version. So that was kind of upsetting. And also, it looked exactly like the 360 and PS3 version. So um, Assassin's Creed 3, I guess, looks probably best on what? Would you say 360 or PS3? I know none of you have really... I mean, I, I kind I, of... I, can't, I, can't, I can comment. I haven't the, the biggest problem I have with the PS3 version of Assassin's Creed 3 is the anti-aliasing. Uh, it's super apparent. Um, pixels everywhere, yo. Um, mm. But whatever. I'm sure it's still a good game. We can talk about that soon. Uh, day one patch fixed a few things, um, and other than that, I wish we had Adam to talk about uh, Assassin's Creed Three, but yeah, he, you know he's not on. He gave it a eight point five. Yeah, an eight point five on ten. He said Assassin's Creed Three builds strongly on the series, uh, but fails to take a giant leap of faith into any real new territory. And you plot the colonial America setting. And sheer volume of things to do outweigh the disappointing bugs and glitches. He liked a great sense of place in the colonial America, uh, compelling narrative, fun gameplay, but however, he disliked the bugs and graphic issues. He said there was lots to do, but loosely tied together, and uh, poor enemy AI. <clears throat> Sounds Still, quite right to me from what I've read from other sites as well. At the launch party, um, this is messed up. I have a few things to talk about. Uh, at the launch party, I, like I just said, I saw it on Wii, PS3, and Xbox. They all look kind of the same, so that kind of wasn't fun. The launch party was all about showcasing Ubisoft's new partnership with uh, Goalie from the Montreal Canadiens, Carey Price. And now he's going to have, like, he has three helmets with his number on them um, dedicated to Assassin's Creed. And, uh, Tim, I, I kind of emailed you about that as soon as it was happening, and you were able to post the article, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it, and uh, you included one of the pictures I took. So you could go check out 
uh, hockey helmets uh, on our website. We have an article for that. Just search Carey Price. I'm sure it's the only thing that's going to show up. C-A-R-E-Y. Um, but yeah, cool. it's, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, he, I'm not sure that he's going to use any of them on the ice. I asked him about that in an interview, and he said uh, that... 31 or 32 are being produced and they're going to sell them all out to auction and he's not sure if he's going to keep one or two to use or whatever i don't know i don't remember but either way it doesn't seem likely that he'll actually be using those on ice um another thing i didn't like uh the ubisoft boys kind of got on stage for the top guys and um started speaking you know a lot of them were speaking french three of the four of them were speaking in french and you know we're, we're based here in montreal where people speak both english and french However, it's still weird for me as a as a games journalist to go to one of these events and hear French. I, that's never really happened before. <laughs> Even in usually in Montreal, they're always speaking English. This event specifically, I guess there was a lot of French media there, a lot of French television stuff. So, uh, yeah, Ubisoft is speaking French to everybody. And then Alex Hutchinson, uh, creative director of the game, kind of gets on the mic and he's like, "Hey guys, first thing he opens up with is, "Hey guys, um, I won't be able to speak French to you." So, but before he can even finish that sentence, people just start booing. Uh, people started booing him, and it's like, yo, guys, you're, first of all, you, you guys are saying you're uh, members of the press here at an Assassin's Creed launch event, and you're booing someone on stage? Like, how unprofessional is that? Not only that, but because the guy can't speak English, even if it's a joke. Like, the uh, kind of French versus English separatist thing has, has kind of gotten out of hand here in Montreal uh, because of, mm-hmm. like, um, government leaders kind of being put into play, and it's just super weird. It makes me want to move out of this bullshit. Like, it makes me completely want to leave. I can't stand any of that. Uh, it's all stupid to me. Um, we spend so much time with the whole French and English thing. It's it makes people think Montreal sucks, and Montreal is the best. I love Montreal. Um, such a fun city, such a great city. Uh, so much to see, so much to do, and it's really kind of awesome the, the people here. But when we don't uh, get along, it's just not cool. Uh, whatever. That's a shame, man. Yeah, it is a shame. And I was so pissed. Like, why are you at this guy's party? The, his launch event. He he made the game. You say you love the game. And you say you 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 have to thank Alex Hutchinson himself. Um, so you don't boo the guy while he's on stage. You know, people ended up clapping to stuff he started saying. But still, like, I didn't get to talk to him that night. I really wanted to talk to him about it. But he kind of went to this VIP area where he wasn't talking to anybody. Uh, so that was sad. But. Um, I would blame people like that. <laughs> I would have just loved to talk to him and say, "Hey, that was bullshit. I'm sorry you had to go through that." But what do you think about that? Yeah. That could have been a really interesting story. Yeah, uh, that sucks, man. Being, that, that's really, really lame. Yeah. What happened to uh, it. But anyway, congratulations on to Ubisoft on uh, releasing Assassin's Creed Three. From what I understand, you probably should have waited a little bit. Maybe three to four extra months in the oven would have uh, got rid of all the bugs in the game. But as if Ubisoft would ever miss a ship date. So whatever. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we won't be having much Assassin's Creed three ps3 talk uh however tim can you supplement that with assassin's creed liberations three liberation sorry uh i think it's just as important on a playstation podcast because i'm more curious because i know exactly what assassin's creed 3 is and i already know i want it but i'm very curious about what you have to say on assassin's creed 3 uh liberation because i really want to know should i buy it for my vita yes or no go in a word you're already too late if you haven't bought it what that's a word, yes. You That's should have word. it. You should own it already. It's not simply something you should buy now. You should have owned it already. Like, you you go out there to get it, you're going to be late. But it's that it's it's good. Like, it's really good. It, it, instead of, like, uh, like, Bloodlines, for instance, I know I mentioned it a couple times in the review, that Bloodlines was kind of one of those taped-on sort of aspects. You got the, the feel of, like, climbing stuff every once in a while, and, you know, doing the little things that are in Assassin's Creed. The little things that we take for granted in the console versions are present 
in Liberation. Everything feels so golden. Uh, but you know, the first half an hour or so, it's it's a little bit slow in terms of like, uh, presentation. Uh, but after you get acclimated to the uh, simplification of the controls, not like you know, like watered down. It's simply like things become more fluid. You simply sit back and you watch what's happening the whole time, and it's enter- It's and it's a, about a twelve-hour piece of entertainment. The whole time. Um, is it is it notably like more fun than Brotherhood? Is it? I mean, than Brotherhood. Yeah, I kind of have a bias against Brotherhood, so I'm going to say yes. Against Brotherhood, why so? Well, Brotherhood <laughs> didn't have much of a story. You, know, you had this like sort of like subta- subtext being delivered the well, whole yeah, time. Oh yeah, that's because Ubisoft had stretched out that one story throughout three games. Uh, well, that one yeah. especially took the brunt of the extension. You know, Revelation <laughs> has a pretty good. Sorry. A pretty. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. Ah, oh. oh, derailed. Let's do this. What, what were we saying? Um. Oh, uh, you know, like Revelations didn't really suffer from it that much, you know, and mm. you know, obviously two didn't because that's where it started. But yeah. you know, comparing Liberation to Brotherhood is not fair because Brotherhood is an extension of a story that really shouldn't have been elongated. Elongated, excuse me. Mm. Uh, but. Liberation is a story alongside the story that's existing in Assassin's Creed 3. Um, the only, as far as the story is concerned, though, uh, the only thing I didn't really like too much is that the, con- the direct connection between what's going on in 3, which I would consider the focal point, uh, wasn't exactly uh, like involved with Liberations until much later. Um, you know, at the same time, you know, it establishes itself for the first uh, what, seven segments, and then you actually get to meet Connor in game. Spoilers, which is pretty cool. Well, you know, there are articles all over the place, so if it's spoiled at this point, you don't have internet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like you open up a browser, bam, it's right there, no matter where you go. But um, uh, so you're, you're saying what? I should buy it? It's different enough, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, but when you're at the main menu of the game. Don't yeah. click multiplayer. Why? Because it's lying to you. What do you mean? I'm a little sore about it, and I talk. I go into a pretty good extension because instead of it actually being multiplayer, where you right. can play as an assassin against other assassins, right? Well, let's do... just let's just first before preface that with the actual info you gave uh, AC3 Liberation an an eight on ten. Mm-hmm. He said the PS Vita Vita receives a wonderful but slightly flawed exclusive Assassin's Creed title in Liberation. Uh, you liked favorable, favorable, simplistic gameplay, beautiful sounds and visuals. Entire experience is engrossing. You said, and you dislike the multiplayer mode is a phone app. So I guess I just spoiled your <laughs> whole rant on that. Reoccurring, reoccurring combat issues native to series and random glitches throughout. Um, do you think this game could have benefited from being in development for longer? No. And where does this? Where does your review rank amongst the uh, mindshare? Like, what does everybody else have? You mean for like Metacritic's? Yeah, I guess I no that's idea. a terrible. That's a ter- good. I'm glad you have no idea. Um, it helps. I've seen um, quite a few sevens for it and stuff. It's roughly around the same sort. There have been a couple of more negative reviews, so but I think ours are in the sort of around <clears throat> around what most people have been giving it. Okay, uh, I'd like to play it. Yeah, I've got it. I sit on my sitting on my Vita right now. I can't wait to start it. Hmm. And this isn't like being biased to everyone else, but like specifically, I think you'd really get into this, Don, because as you're walking around in, uh, uh, as they would what they call uh, uh, Nouvelle Andre or Orléans, you're right. 
uh, you would be listening to everybody speak in French. French. That was a lot of fun in Max Payne, uh, hearing everybody speak Portuguese. Um, and it's not simply like cutscene dialogue. You can, Actually, you can play through the game uh, with full dialogue in French and Spanish as well. Uh, but as you're running, roaming the streets, no matter what language you have, all the natives are speaking French to each other. That must be fun. Sweet. It was really cool, and it's it's overwhelming for me. I have a very base understanding of French, but I kick up words like travailler. <laughs> so and, overall, um, I mean, this is coming out the same day as Assassin's Creed Three. Uh, why is yeah. that happening? I mean, do you think it's it's at all doing what we said on the podcast uh, that it's clashing with the uh, both games are clashing and that it's kind of slowing either or down? I don't think so. <laughs> Um, you have this. You have different demographics for both, and obviously there's going to be a lot of carryover, which is unfortunate. Yeah, you do, but Jesus Christ, Tim! Um, however many million people own a PS3 compared to however many million own the Vita, you'd think Sony would want to. You know, they've just launched the Vita. They need some support, especially since the 3DS is trouncing it. They need some type of fuel on that flame, and a, a good two-week, you know, a, uh, like kind of head start in Assassin's Creed, saying, "Hey, you can get the Vita version." two weeks early and say, oh, you meet Connor and you get something for, for playing mm-hmm. both of them. You know, that would be such an incentive. I think you'd at least be seeing like a 30% increase. And that's like... I, I did an article on this very subject published today, actually, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and what would uh, you write about? Well, <clears throat> pretty much what you were saying the last time, Don. I think I think it is going to suffer in a way. And this, oh, okay, this yeah. Is, Dead on Arrival, this one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, you know, a lot of the time people went you know the playstation video hasn't got the same market um take obviously as ps3 and a lot of people from what i've seen and observed and read and everything mm-hmm. they just dismiss the handheld versions of the game a lot of people don't even realize that it's actually an original game they just think oh it's just the a watered down version of assassin's creed 3 or or black ops 2 in the case of uh, black ops declassified and it's a shame because it's gonna that, that that will hurt sales, but I really I really hope it doesn't because it's a great this one in particular sounds like a great game and I really it's you know it really coming up to Christmas and everything it, apart from Call of Duty this is gonna be I think the one that will make people buy a Vita or at least I hope so. Right. I mean Tim, you reckon it's worth picking one up for this, don't you? Oh, without a doubt. I've almost yeah. even uh, uh, like tried to put myself in like a financial hole to get the uh, the white Vita just because. No man, come on. No, I forgot about, no, oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, no, I like thing. I like my black Vita. Oh, <laughs> I see how it is. No, that's racist. Um, black Ops are classified. Yeah, I know. Same thing, Mike. But uh, well, I wish I could just. Like, oh, never mind. Redacted. Uh, I wish I could talk about that. But um, so we've got some other reviews. We'll we'll get right back to Assassin's Creed. But I feel like that's going to be our end point. Uh, we have a bunch of PlayStation Mobile games reviewed by Steven, Hungry Giraffe. Uh, Nio Kicks, Twips, Twist Pilot, 60 Second Shooter Deluxe. Um, yeah, and then we've also got Smart As. That's from Steven as well, right? No, Fraser. Fraser Miller. He yep. gave Smart As yep. a 7.5, saying Smart As will shake out the cobwebs in your brain with a series of challenges designed to get you thinking. He liked touchscreen controls. Uh, he said they were solid. He says everything was well presented. A uh, good variety of puzzles. He disliked, however, the unlock system seeming to work against you, and the very little use of physical buttons. Joseph has been so quiet for such a long time. I think he's sleeping. Joseph? No, <laughs> uh, um, my dog came in and stole something out of my room. I had to go chase him around. And you just have, were having, <laughs> like, a, um, a staring competition with him? Uh, yeah, kind of. I, I had to, like, barricade part of the living room so he couldn't run. <laughs> <Did you really? laughs> 
Um, we have only have one more game to talk about after Liberations, but Tim, is there anything else you need to say about the game? I mean, uh, I think it's a pretty actually, important title. Title, sorry, important. I, I, I was going to say I actually have a question for Tim. Uh, okay, uh, go for Tim, it. Tim, what are the um? I know you added this added this to the review, but I didn't get around to reading it. What are the missions like on a whole? I mean, are, are they varied enough? I mean, did you get bored at all? Did you find them repetitive or? Well. You know, it, this game doesn't have the extent. It, this isn't negative, so I shouldn't have started it this way. But yeah. um, it doesn't have the the level of of uh, like, I don't know the sheer quantity of side quests that the other Assassin's Creed titles have. Yeah. It has them, and it has a nice variety of them. Like cool. you know, you go you go kill this thing, you go beat up this guy for his money, you go yeah. blah blah blah. You know, like these little things. And most of the time, these all intertwine with the story. Um, oh, that's but, good. Um, the weird, the not weird, like the great thing about it is that when you're playing through the story, you know everything kind of like plays together. You go across, come across a mission, and at that point you play the mission, and it pertains to somebody or something in the story. It's not simply like, well, this guy is part of this and this that's connected to this. It's simply you have like uh, Capitan Sanchez, and this is his right hand guy, and he has this. Take care of it, for instance. Cool. Um, and everything really, inter- like, inter- everything <clears throat> intertwines so well. And what about the frame rate, Tim? And the like, the animations is that is that good? I mean, animations. Yeah, I can see the game having problems with that. Um, the only times there were frame rate issues, and I probably and I didn't really feel like mentioning. I, I didn't feel it appropriate to mention it in the review because the only times there were frame rate issues was when something initially, like when a world initially loaded, and it lasted for two or three seconds, and that was it. Hmm. Um, but uh, frame rate is pretty much set on 30 no matter what's going on and there are a lot of times running around in uh, New Orleans where there are at least 20 NPCs on screen okay so it, it has it has the potential horsepower um, and how does it look overall, overall like uh, it, it has it has obviously the mobile like filtering you know you see you have you know a few things where they when they're a little bit far off they get a little pixelated. But is it but just mobile like filtering or is it like hmm this is noticeably more unenjoyable? No, no. Uh, landscapes look wonderful. Uh, anything in like, very abrupt movement ends up getting that sort of uh, mobile look. But you know like navigating the bayou. Amazing. I, that's probably that was I. Once I got into the bayou, I spent a good four hours simply running around doing all the stuff that was in the bayou. Does the yeah. game? Does the game remind you when you're playing uh, in the New Orleans? Does it remind you of playing Infamous Two at all? No, no, because Infamous no, I, Two is kind of set in Numeré, which is their their kind of take on New Orleans. Well, yeah, in Numer in uh, in Numeré within Infamous Two, I felt it was more. <laughs> I felt like detached. You know, it, it simply existed, and I was going through it. Whereas in Liberation, the Bayou was a full interaction. You know, you go up into the trees, you climb all the stuff, and it's not simply like being on it. You get this full immersion, and it's and it goes further than uh, visual. It's audible. You, all the sounds, like every foot, every foothold, every uh, every f- step has a different sound. Everything you interact with, every time you pull on a branch, it has a different sound. Hmm. The sounds Wait. are amazing. That game should require headphones, especially Beat headphones. It should come with it for free, simply because <laughs> it's so good. Specifically Beat headphones? Dude, Beat headphones are sick. Okay. It's sick <laughs> nasty. 
Okay, I'm not, you seem so enthused by Beat Headphones, I'm not even going to try disagreeing with you. I'm just going to, okay. <laughs> I'm stoked to play it now, totally. Can't wait. Yeah, I'd Good. like to. I'd like to. I should. Um, I like playing games on my Vita. That game needs more games. I mean, that system yeah. needs more games. I love a Vita. I love it. I'm, I was so pleased to be on that more lately. And Where... you've, got a, you've got a Vita game to talk about as well. Isn't that right, Mike? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. That's what, what I was getting to. Yeah, I reviewed um, <clears throat> Silent Hill Book of Memories. Uh, Don, do you want to go through the score and everything before I talk about it? Or? Sure, that makes sense. Uh, you yeah. gave it a 6.5, just to preface it. You guys don't get too excited. Um, Mike <laughs> gave it a 6.5. He said, Silent Hill Book of Memories is an interesting take on a classic franchise let down by some noticeable flaws. He liked the impressively impressive bestiary of iconic Silent Hill monsters, uh, strangely addictive with some interesting gameplay mechanics, and that it excels in co-op mode. You disliked the bland, repetitive combat, lots of backtracking, and the cheap traps dotted throughout each zone. Yep. Uh, what do you mean by cheap traps? Cheap traps. <clears throat> well, basically, you go through the um, various zones and rooms and stuff, and you'll suddenly walk over a spike trap that skewers you, and there's pretty much no way of telling it's there unless you hit it. And Yo. you're trying to there's backtrack. There's no way, like you can't see anything well, with the I tile. Can, I got, well, put it this way: I got hit by by these traps several times, and I looked at the floor. You know, I, I because I was because I've been hit so many times by it, I was being extra cautious, like looking where I was going, and I couldn't discern any 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 sign that a trap was there. Jeez. And it just yeah, so that was really annoying, especially when you're like in the middle of a fight and there's loads of enemies around, or you're trying to rush back to a safe point or something, and it just keeps hitting you and stuff. It's like oh, I know there's a trap in this room, but I think it was over there, and it hit you, and it's like it's not, it's over there, and it hits me. Oh, it's just it was really annoying, but yeah. Um, I think I should probably start from the beginning now on the game. It's basically a dungeon crawler take on Silent Hill. It's not survival horror, and obviously I did review it as a survival horror game because it's not, you know, so people people have been a bit down about that, but it's not meant to be a, um authentic survival horror game. It's, um, it is tailored for a multiplayer, but you can obviously play it on single player, which I did quite extensively. Um, it's like I said, like I said in review, it's got a lot. The, the enemies in it are, are for fans of Sonic Hill. They have a you have a right shoot with the amount of enemies in the game. It's like every single, almost every single enemy conceivable is in that game, from a nurse's pyramid head, the butcher, dogs, anyone who's played Sonic Hill. Little black things on the floor at the beginning of Silent Hill too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. Pretty much all the great ones. All pretty much all the main ones are in there. They've taken some obscure ones from like Homecoming and some of the things from Four, which is interesting, but. Um, yeah, so basically, I mean, it is kind of it is it is a simple game. I mean, you'll be going around hacking up enemies. There's no, like I said, there's no kind of finesse to the combat. It is pretty much button mashing your way through it, or just like aiming a gun and shooting. This, which is a shame because it can get the the grind can get very very repetitive after a while because of it. And the thing, the main problem I had is the um, you can dodge as well, but I found it really really unreliable. I mean, you're fighting up close with melee weapons and with like enemies that also have melee attacks or like the dogs who are really fast and it's just so difficult to actually maneuver out the way and avoid getting hit i mean when you're going toe-to-toe with these guys you know i just get mashed up completely because it's so hard to get in a few hits and so dodges. this game got delayed from march so yeah that's an interesting point this game has been delayed many many times it was due out in march and it's come out now uh, in the uk today november 2nd and i think it was uh, uh in the u.s um was it a couple of weeks ago, Tim? It came out. Yeah, uh, October twenty third. Yeah, so it's been delayed all that time, and it's a shame that these these kind of like fundamental flaws are still there. But at the same time, it, as I said, it is strangely addictive. This is kind of like 
it has this kind of like one more go mentality. You just want to see the next room, you know, and collect more loot and stuff. There's loads of weapons to collect. You have um, you have um, memory residue, which is the game's currency, which you can use to buy. And uh, um, you sh- um, go in shops and you can buy not only like weapons and healing items, but you can like um, kit your character out in like special hats and sunglasses. There's even a pyramid hat, um, head hat, and everything, which is quite amusing. Um, but the um, it does. There is an interesting aspect of the gameplay that you've got the karma system, which is um, basically enemies are either aligned uh, to blood or light. And dependent when you kill them, they leave um, a pool of blood, either obviously red or light, depending on which one it is. And if you collect this, depending on what you collect, say you go, you get the um, light pools, then your alignment will switch to the light one. And when this fills up, either way, whichever one you've got, you can use... Uh, um, you've got three special powers to use. Now, the light ones are centered around healing, so you can, like, zap um, HP from your enemies. And the blood one is aligned more to aggressive tactics in the sense that you'll harm your enemies. You like you have to use the uh, touchpad to, like, align this little cursor, and mm, if it okay. hovers over an enemy, you can, like, really damage them. And it's good because, if that, as I said in review, that does inject a bit of... Uh, ta- um, some kind of a tactical edge into the game because it kind of influences how you play. You can like, well, you know, I'm going through this game. Like for me, I was going through the game hurting a lot because uh, either I wasn't very good at the combat or whatever. So I chose the light side because I know I could benefit from the extra healing. Whereas as I got better along after after a while playing, I got better. I switched to the blood side and found that using the attack point, the attack version was actually really really helped me out. It helped me save ammo and save my weapons as well because they do degrade and you can repair them but you have to collect like toolkits and everything but um apart from that it's pretty much your your standard dungeon crawler you know you just go through collect um the main objective is to collect puzzle pieces and solve a basic puzzle at the end of a level but there's also an, um, an optional objective handed to you by a quest giver who is actually vital or what however you pronounce his name who's a someone in the Sonic, a monster in the silent hill games and you can if you uh, meet these requirements which vary from anything from defeating a certain amount of enemies in a certain time, hunting down a certain enemy, or even escorting... For one of them was escorting a dog through the level, basically. You can get rewards, oh, okay. like, like weapon rewards and stuff, which is worth doing. It's a nice distraction. That sounds like but, Silent Hill. Hey, this yeah. dog needs some help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's actually the dog from the dog ending in Silent Hill 2, which is quite amusing. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, it's, I mean, it's, not a, it's, it's a decent-looking game. I mean, the environments are very... Like I said in review, it's like kind of like it's a dungeon crawler in a Silent Hill skin. So you've got the kind of quintessentially grotesque Silent Hill environments, you know, with blood and rust dripping everywhere. The enemies look great. It's you know, the, I found that the music was pretty good. It definitely sounded like a Silent Hill game, but it's you know, it, it's, it's it's definitely better in co-op. I mean, I had the trouble in getting to a couple of games mainly because when I got it, there weren't that many people actually playing the game. But when I did get in there, it was lag-free, and it's certainly. I told this to Tim earlier. It's certainly more satisfying cooperating with someone, communicating with them, you know, teaming up against enemies and stuff like that. I mean, it's definitely, definitely. I say it's definitely tailored to co-op experience. There's no doubt about that. And you can have more than, you know, you can have several people at one go, which is good. All yeah. right. Um, but yeah, it's just fundamentally, it's just the combat can just get very, very dull and repetitive, and the amount of backtracking that's involved. From you know, just going from one end of a level to the other just to save a game or uh, collect a key you've missed and stuff, and running into those traps along the way, that all adds up to make it quite a. It can be quite a tiresome experience, but six point five, you know, 
people seem to think anything less than a nine is crap these days. It's not. It's above average. It's definitely a great concept. It is a good game. It's flawed, but I think fans, I think anyone who likes a decent dungeon crawler should definitely try it out. And I think, personally, I would like to see a follow-up to it, but improve it somehow, because I think they're definitely onto a nice a nice little spin-off here. Like I said, it is an interesting take on the um, series, and I would like to see it expanded on. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah. I, I have it as well. All right, Mike. Uh, time to breathe? Yes, please All right. do. You, you can breathe now. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a jolly good time. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, um, I definitely agree with his like negatives, but the multiplayer is so much fun, and it definitely yeah. fills my. I've, it's filled my want for a uh, a good dungeon crawler. You know, I, and I was a little bit you know sore about Diablo three being really repetitive, though it's really fun. You know, the I think time. I'm gonna give Diablo three another uh, another go soon. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. I gave League of Legends another go. That's actually what I've been playing. I got oh. back into League of Legends. Yeah, I know. That's good. Uh, no, 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 I'm okay with it. Cause uh, you know what? I'm not okay with. Uh, when it comes to League of Legends, I like the game. I like the core concept. I, lo- I like. I love the core mm-hmm. gameplay. Uh, the community surrounding that game is just god awful. Might as well be World of Warcraft. Anyway, it's just the worst community there is. Like today, I was playing a game earlier today, and um, I was, you know, immediately in the match, I kind of just, I uh, got kind of targeted by uh, like fellow teammates. That were just being, they, they were clearly playing together, you know, they were laning together, and uh, it was probably two players on chat with each other or something, just completely ripping on me for no reason. I ended up doing the best uh, in the game, and um, the other team ended up saying at one point that, like, hey, because they were also being assholes on, like, team chat, like, just cross-team yeah. chat, uh, and they're like, okay, guys, we're going to report you for being such, like, it's just, they, they and the shit they were saying was just not even worth repeating, because they're just such... It seemed like they were so immature. I even had to ask, like, hey, how old are you guys? You know, because, like, Jesus, are you not playing a game for, like, 45 minutes to enjoy yourselves? Um, I don't know. Uh, I hear you. I'm just going to temporarily, every once in a while, I'm going to drop in a new fact to PlayStation 3. I know that's random. But, Mike, did you know that ToeJam & Earl were originally named FlowJam & Whirl when designer Greg Johnson told programmer Mark Wurzenderger their names? Mark misunderstood what Greg was saying and quoted them in the game as ToeJam & Earl. It wasn't until it wasn't until they showed the game to Sega that Greg realized the names were incorrect. But since Sega actually liked the names, they decided to keep them. So it was supposed to be Flow Jam and World, Mike. <clears throat> well, I'm so glad that it wasn't. Cool. <laughs> well, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Timothy. Now, I have some relevance to this whole Toe Jam and Earl thing. Oh my god. Um, if people were disappointed, in terms of the Vita, if people were disappointed in like Dungeon Hunter Alliance, like me, uh, picking up. Silent Hill, Book of Memories, will definitely fill the spot that Dungeon Hunters almost refuse to fill. Oh yeah, definitely. I am down yeah. with that because I really enjoyed Dungeon Hunters. How about you, Mike? Um, well, I haven't actually played that. <laughs> what do you mean, D- Dungeon Hunters? Like, uh, Dungeon yeah, Crawlers, sorry. Oh, Dungeon Crawlers? No, I haven't played any other Dungeon Dungeon Crawlers lately, that's what I meant. Right, so, but you never played, like, Diablo? I haven't played Diablo, no. Jesus. Seriously, I haven't. All right. But I, w- I just I want to actually quickly add that I was very very close to giving um, Book of Memories a seven. It was very difficult for me. I, I went for a six point five because I just it was just how I, I honestly I, I don't like saying this kind of thing, but I reckon if I had a bit more time of a multiplayer, it probably would have risen the score because I didn't get as much time as I wanted on that because like I said, I had trouble getting into games and stuff. But um, 
Yeah, but like I said, I just want to emphasize that the you know, like Tim said, it is it is a fun game. It is good. It's ba- it pretty kind of basic in a way, but it's got it, it's got that unique Silent Hill touch to it, and it is good fun. It's you know, with, yeah. um, definitely definitely team up if you want a good multiplayer game and get this. I then, um. I just have to emphasize, sorry, and I'll let you speak to him. I just wanted to let you guys know that Plants vs. Zombies, which was originally going to be called Lawn of the Dead, uh, upon on George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead, and the name was changed for legal reasons. Why? It was supposed to be called Lawn of the Dead. Well, do they... Okay, so would there be legal reasons that they could get away with typing, writing Shaun of the Dead? Do they have to go through loopholes for that, too? I assume so. Like, why, why would they have an issue with Lawn of the Dead? You know, you want to know why? Yeah, one letter change. Because in Metal Gear Solid 4, the all-female Haven troops cannot be knocked unconscious by grabbing their crotch after a body search as it turns into a grope. If Snake tries this, the soldier will start yelling pervert or idiot or if you don't cut that out or you men are all the same, uh, they will soon (laughs) retaliate with an incapacitating kick. That said, there's a slight chance that they will say, hey, you're pretty good at that. You know what makes me feel weird? The fact that I always play on extreme, so I don't get a chance to do that. Yeah? Well, in Ratchet & Clank My for bad. the PS2, there's a hoverboard competition hosted by a curvy alien who is set to enter you in, into the race. And if you, choose to, <laughs> if you choose to ditch the hoverboards and spend your time executing slide flips and backflips instead, you'll find that for each mid-air stunt, her breasts will begin to enormously inflate. I'm getting okay. some. Of this, I'm getting some of these. Uh, some of these facts <laughs> sourced by DigiNoGaming.com, an awesome place to check some facts. Uh, you guys. Um... Endorsement. <clears throat> no, no endorsement. Capcom. Capcom. <laughs> it can't be. So uh, that's enough on Silent Hill. No. Yes. No. Are you guys done? Yeah. On no. I'm, I'm finished on Hill. Yeah. No. I, basic thing. Give it. Give it a try. I say at least definitely. Well. I have one statement. I want to validate Michael first. I also have one statement, and it's about Final <laughs> Fantasy VII and Cloud's hair and how it was originally supposed to be black and slicked back to contrast Sephiroth's white long hair. The developers, however, also thought it would be a good way to render less polygons on screen. So the idea was eventually ditched for his iconic spiky hair. The idea was later used for Anjail, 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 <laughs> the original wielder of the Buster Sword and Sephiroth's close friend in Crisis Core, Anjail, uh, Anjail, whatever. Uh, so yeah, that, 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 like you were saying, Tim. Yeah, Tim, you wanted to validate something? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think 6.5 is a legitimate score for oh, Book of cool. Grace. Um, cool. the, the, it, it's a pretty one-sided game. And also, and, Tim, you only... think a 6.5 is a pretty legit score for, uh, 007 Legends. Nope, nope. No. Legitimate. Legitimate? Legit. Too legit to quit. Nope. Too uh, legit. Uh, YOLO does not apply to legitimate. <laughs> 6.5. Yeah, yeah, 6.5. 007 Legends. Uh, I'm going to give that game, like, five minutes of credit. Mm, five minutes Actually, I'm really cu- I, I haven't read the review. I'm really curious to know about that game because uh, I was so hoping like, it would be good. All right, let's do this. Silent Hill time. I mean, 007 Legends. Might as well. Just quickly, just briefly, if you don't mind. Well, uh, AI was terrible. The graphics, yeah. ugh, whatever. Uh, a lot of execution problems, for instance. Uh, well... Yeah, for instance, uh, I would be shooting a guy, right? And since these yeah. guys are apparently impervious to bullets until they die, they just stand there and take it. It's an impressive thing to watch, really. Um, but Bullet sponges. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, they don't even move, so I don't even think they're sponges. <laughs> um, I, 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 don't, I don't know really what... Like to, uh, As far as a shooter is concerned, like 
they copied and pasted a lot of what comes out of Call of Duty, except they also included auto-aim. Right, and similarly to your point, Tim, about the auto-aim thing, uh, Hideo Kojima had requested that Nintendo have Solid Snake in Super Smash Bros. Melee, uh, but due to time constraints, he couldn't be added to the game. Sonic also nearly made it into Melee. Yuji Naka, Sonic's creator, had stated in an interview with Edge magazine that Sonic was going to be in Melee, but the plan fell short due to time constraints. So just like you were saying, uh, yeah, auto-aim. Yeah, dude, auto-aim. Uh... At the same time, I know it's a Bond game, right? Where Bond like turns around, gets headshots from a thousand yards away, like in Halo. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I, I get that kind of feeling when I do. I turn around, boom! Oh my God, headshot! But still, you know, it's not that cool after first like twenty, you know. And shotgun kills were ridiculous. You shoot them like in the leg, and they flip backwards with their legs flipping That's forward. Awesome. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> It's the coolest thing. So once I got a shotgun and I found that out, I spent an entire two levels killing people with shotguns, uh, which got me by that part. You said that James Bond has had a long life in gaming, but age seems to be catching up with him. You like the solid, uh, if familiar gameplay, the good XP earning system, terrible AI, though you disliked very outdated, inconsistent graphics and poor execution throughout. So uh, 6.5 for 007 Legends, 6.5 for Silent Hill, uh, Book of Memories. Which one would you recommend? If you want a multiplayer game, play Book of Memories. If you want a game that re- <laughs> that that briefly covers five of the James Bond movies, play 007 Legends. Now, that's not really like a, 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 an issue on people's minds. It's not like anybody's like, whoa, what am I going to buy? 007 Legends or Silent Hill? It's probably not a lot of people like that. However, if you're a Vita owner, you have a choice of buying Silent Hill or Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. And uh, what would you say for that, Tim? Obviously, Assassin's Creed, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I can't. I, I, I was so immersed in it. I can't really say otherwise. Because, you know, I had a uh, book of memories beforehand. And as a testimony... I put it down. Okay. All right. Uh, just going to mention some other reviews really quickly. Uh, are you finished with um, 007, Tim? Yeah, it's already... What? Are what you finished mean? with 007 talking about it, I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul Kelly reviewed uh, FIFA 13 for PS Vita. Gave that a 6.52, so three 6.5s. Wow. Uh, he says it's FIFA, but nowhere close to FIFA 13. He liked the gameplay, being intuitive. The graphics are good for a handheld. Uh... But it's basically the same as the launch game, FIFA Soccer, for Vita. No PS3 connectivity, and it's missing game modes and features from the PS3 version. And this is the one that was caught um, being a complete copy of another game, correct, Tim? Yep. Yeah, uh, so. yeah being, caught being copy of the first game. That, so it's just literally a copy of the game with a few changes to the menus, a few changes to the uh, jerseys. And the rosters. And the roster. Did. But even that, the menus haven't changed almost no, at some all. Of the, yeah, I remember in the interview he said that somebody from... Uh, Manchester, one way or another, I can't remember too well, but uh, involving Manchester, he was either on the team and isn't anymore, or he wasn't on the team and is now, and his jerseys were not reflecting that. Okay. Um, Damn. Yeah, I know. It's craziness. But I, it's just it's disgusting. <laughs> EA, what do you do in your life? Happen. Yeah, it's that, disgusting that that can even happen. We've I talked so much about that off-air already that I feel like I'm just um, wasting time, spending more time on it. But it's just so gross that things like this can happen. It's just... Like, yeah, I'm sure, man. <laughs> yeah, there has to be a way that we could th- vote and boycott this or something, something like that. I mean, not that. I mean, the game's already out. We wouldn't be able to 
changed too much. But the thing is, like, uh, we have to have a voice somehow as a as a community of gamers, and this kind of stuff has to go. Like, somehow we we've got to you know make it known that we won't you know maybe giving six point five to the game isn't enough. Maybe just completely not reviewing it at all is more of a statement. You know, uh, I don't know. Or what if you know? I don't know if really like not reviewing it because I, I might make people like get that enough curiosity to go. Well, I want to know regardless. You know, maybe we should simply be completely biased on it and say. Stop it! Like we had, we spent two pages going stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, with a 1.0 <laughs> <laughs> um, message sent. EA, read it. <laughs> all right, well, really quickly, Sports Champions 2. We reviewed that. I uh, gave it a 7.5. Um, it's Steven, right? I think I think it was. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Okay, it's Steven. So it is Steven. Uh, 7.5. So he enjoyed it. I'm kind of curious to get my hands on that game. I hear that. I dug the first one. Uh, Joseph, are you alive? Yeah, uh, Sports <laughs> Champ. It's all about the bocce ball, guys. Oh, yeah, girl. That's my favorite one from uh, yeah, Sports Yeah, it really Champions was all about bocce ball. Um, yeah, I, I, I was in ping pong. Hardcore. <laughs> Other than uh, League of Legends and, you know, some Retro City Rampage, I haven't had too much time to um, play video games. I mean, my Vita on the plane was where I got Retro City Rampage done a lot. But other than that, I'm kind of still... Um, not really getting through much anymore. So, Joseph, you want to finish us off for uh, what, with, what, what you've been playing? Um, a little bit of Doom here and there. Um, so you're still working on that review, right? Yeah. Do you want uh, to talk about it beforehand or I mean, yeah, that's up to you? Okay, I mean, you, you can give us uh, a little preview. It's definitely a good game. It's just that I, I really want to play it at night because it's kind of, uh, kind of like a scary, scarier uh, game. Okay. Is it actually scary? Um, I mean, it's it's a lot of jump scares, but it's it's still scary. Is this Doom yeah, 3 it, it has it has a really really good yeah, is, uh, really good yeah. atmosphere. Doom 3 BFG edition. So what's so special about it nowadays? I don't know, I don't know about nowadays, but like uh, playing it for my first time, like it's still like gameplay still holds up really well. Um, running cool. running around like shooting stuff still feels really really good. I mean, I kind of expected it to coming from the makers of Doom. Does BFG mean what I think it means? Yeah, yes. big fucking gun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joseph, don't you get um the first two Doom games with it as well, or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah you get Doom one and two, and then uh, oh, Doom cool. I think uh I think on PS3 each one comes with their own trophy set. So. Oh sweet. So nice. uh, coming from a this is simply my inner addict coming out. Do they have platinum trophies? I do not know. I haven't. I haven't went into them yet. Because um, oh, I, 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 uh, I have this thing with platinum trophies where if they exist, I think, I have I to think have they're them. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't. Really have Damn. Well, I just found out that Okami HD has a platinum trophy, and I loved that game when it was on PS2. So now I oh, have two excuses awesome. to have it. Yeah, oh. And it's fifteen dollars yeah, for a platinum. Give it to my me. My problem with Okami um, PSN is. That, that Okami was just too long of a game. I just don't have that time right now to sink in. Like I, I can't. I know it's gonna be so much fun playing it, but dude, Okami was like forty hours, right? Yeah, Jeez, probably. I never it's gonna, finished it's it. gonna be there when I break my leg or something. I don't know. I don't know. What something's gonna happen <laughs> you, where I have man, forty hours? Jesus, Tim. <laughs> I, well, I know I plan for that. I don't plan it to happen. Like I'm not like tomorrow. Yada yada. Foot fall off. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Doom BFG. Um, yeah. So it still holds up, then, yeah, man. Yeah, gameplay for sure. Uh, graphics kind of a little sketchy, just because I mean yeah. it came out in like 2005, I think. So yeah. worth the cost? 
Uh, 40 bucks. Ooh, for three games, essentially? Yeah, I mean, if you want to count Doom 1 and 2 as games. I call them as one total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Yeah, I mean... What are the weapons like? Because I've got to know about weapons for an FPS, man. Um, so, shotgun feels really good. Um, yeah. Awesome. It, it always does really well with shotguns. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, you're like the pistols, assault rifles, grenades. Um, oh, and then I have Yeah, it, it's your standard fare. I haven't made it to any of the bigger, like, pulse-type weapons yet, so... All right, isn't Doom 3 the one with the um, fat zombies in it? Because I always remember seeing screens that yeah, screen yes, screenshots yeah, of fat yeah, zombies. Yeah, yeah, they got some fat zombies in there. Yeah, because I always, when I think of Doom 3, I always think of those because they were in loads of, and when it came out, they were always, they when they showcased the screenshots and that, they always showed these fat zombies. It's my image of the game <laughs> I've got. <laughs> yeah, I always, yeah, I always end up thinking about the like this kind of like dog type thing with uh, robot legs. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I, I, I wouldn't mind trying that out. I did play Doom... On the, I played like Doom One. I think it was on the PlayStation or something, and I know it's like way old, but I really like that. I'd love to play Doom Three, so I probably get around to picking that up, maybe. Yeah, man, it's really good. It's the storytelling is kind of similar to Bioshock. Like you pick up um, uh, voice recordings everywhere, and you kind of hear like oh, sweet. on Mars and stuff like that. So it's really awesome. Oh, badass! Yeah, I, I like Bioshock's um, narrative. That way, we deliver that. Sounds good, man. All right. Um... Is that all we got to talk about, boys? Anything else left over? I don't think so. <laughs> so I guess we've covered all the uh, all the notes there. I mean, Assassin's Creed 3 was the big the big topic. Whether or not you bought the PlayStation 3 version is probably irrelevant. By the time you hear this podcast, you already know if you're going to buy it or not. If you haven't bought it on the launch. Uh, from what I, I hear, have the Freedom Edition of Assassin's Creed 3. Bastard. Which comes with a very nice statue of Connor and loads of other stuff as well. What's the difference really, really between our limited edition and yours? Isn't that ex- oh, isn't that exclusive to UK? Oh yeah, there's so god, there's so many goddamn special editions of that game. I can tell you, I can tell you what this. It has the Connor statue. It has a steel case. It has uh, George Washington's notebook, and it has a bunch of um, uh, picture cards, and it has a bunch of um, in-game content like the um, uh, some Mayan ruins or something, and a couple of multiplayer bonuses as well. Okay, but we get the same statue, correct? I think so, yeah. I'd be surprised if you don't. I mean, okay. it should be... A, it should, like I said, there's loads of them, man. I, I think they've even got a UB Shop exclusive edition over here as well. It's okay. crazy. Okay. Um, so, Assassin's Creed 3, good game. Assassin's Creed Liberation on the Vita, good game. I'm super pleased to hear about that. If you're a fan of Derailed, you'll know that I was super skeptical, and I'm happy to hear that Tim gave it a good score. Yeah, um, you both. Yeah, uh, awesome. I think the Vita. You think it's gonna sell, guys? Like, honestly, be honest. Uh, I hope it. I hope it does. Whether it will or not is another question. I don't really want to say. Forget about hope. Do you honestly think Ubisoft has put enough into marketing this game that it'll sell well? No. No. Me neither. No. I, think I, I see it advertised s- over here. Sorry, Joseph. Re- sorry, no, I, I was, uh, sorry. I, I was to say I think it'll sell well compared to how many Vitas are out there, but there's so little Vitas out there that I think it'll. What do you think will sell better, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified or uh, AC3 Liberation? Uh, Nobody classifies him. Yeah, probably, of course. Yeah. Just on, the name alone, on the name alone, but in terms of quality, I haven't heard very good things about Declassified at all. I've read a lot of previews and people are saying you should really be worried about this game. Right. So, all right, well, so. we can't. Yeah, okay, so we'll talk more about the, uh, Black Ops Declassified next time. Uh, yeah. We actually know more. Um, but with that, uh, that's been episode 31, I guess, guys. Thanks for... Uh, yeah. Sticking around? No problem. It's fun as always. If you guys you don't have like, any, sorry, 
We God don't have any it, emails to read out this time. Sorry. <laughs> no, no emails because you guys aren't sending them anymore. And that's not cool. Uh, Alfonso. Since, Alfonso, you know, ever since I'll I heard you out, ever since that hurricane <laughs> hit, he's been gone. So I'm kind of scared about that. Yeah, yeah, he'll be doing all right. Miss you, Alfonso. Um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments about any any topic or just if you'd like to drop in and say hello or say yeah. anything to us. Or if you don't agree with anything we've said, just say, you know. That's what we email want the us. most. Yeah, definitely. Uh, right. Podcast.psu.com. Send an email. It's super easy. You can do that with your cellular device. What? What's or, that mic? What is that mic? Well, cellular <laughs> device. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I you'd like that, to, if you'd like to keep in touch with us on a personal level, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow PSU.com at, at PSUDOTCOM. I'm uh, Don Other at D-O-N-O-T-H-E-R. Tim is there. Uh, he's at Boss Snake with three S's, so that's Boss Snake. And then uh, Joseph's also on Twitter. Up on the Twitters, he's at AcesHigh291. Uh, Mike, you cannot follow him. Like I say all the time, you can only follow Mike in real life, but even then, be careful. Uh, <laughs> he has a massive swing range. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, guys, that's been episode 31. Thanks, uh, thanks, Mike, Joseph, Tim, for joining me. You guys all rock. Yeah, no problem, mate. Enjoyable as always. And uh, until next time, guys. See you later, guys. Later. Bye.